Hey, I am back. I'm popping on here for a quick little bonus episode. Did you listen to episode number 61, the one on self-love with Corinne Crabtree? If you haven't, you must listen to it. It's amazing. But here's the thing. Um, Even if you haven't listened to it, it's okay. There's something in that episode that was so profound. I wanted to actually just create this really quick little bonus, uh, bonus episode on the three different types of self-care. So if you listened to the episode, you're going to know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to expand on this. And if you haven't listened to the episode, don't worry, you can listen to this one, but you're still going to want to go back and listen to to episode 61 because it was so good. Anyway, let's dive right in. So there's three types of self-care. The first type is like kind of the obvious things Um, or things that somebody would like look and be able to point out by observing you and your actions, right? So like the, the common ones, of course, would be things like going to get your hair cut or going to get a manicure or a massage or you know, maybe going to work out if that's something that you consider, you know, to, to feel good for you. Right. Um, now obviously this isn't like a one size fits all thing. The things that I just described, you may not, you may or may not enjoy actually doing those might not be in your particular bucket of what you classify as self-care. Um, but I want you to kind of think about like for you personally, what are sort of like the like the big ticket type things. Maybe it's, um, you know, making sure you get a certain amount of sleep a night or drinking a certain amount of water, for example. Um, Who knows? Your list is going to be very particular to you. The next, the the, the last two types of self-care are a little bit more subtle. And so the the next one is kind of smaller actions, Um, but they are actions. So for example, um, one of the things that Corinne was describing in, um, you know, episode 61 was how, you know, she, she just had like, you know, back-to-back calls. She's not a dentist, but she was having back-to-back zoom calls, uh, on the day that we recorded, um, the episode. And she happened to have like a 20 minute break earlier before we had recorded And instead of staying at the computer and, you know, trying to bang out more work in the 20 minute break that she had, she actually, um, you know, went over to her bedroom and laid down on the bed. Um, And so that's kind of like a short nugget of time that (laughs) short nugget of time. I'm cracking myself up Um, (laughs) a short opportunity to kind of take care of herself or to really listen to what her system needed. And, you know, that kind of made me think about like how many of us are in a position where we're like working straight, seeing patients jumping from operatory, you know, uh, back and forth. And maybe we don't take a lunch and maybe that's by design. That's fine. Or maybe we're just cranking through lunch, even though we are supposed to, or have tried to schedule a lunch break. Um, this second form of self-care is really about how can you, um, take advantage of just small little nuggets of time throughout your day. So like, for example, maybe you do have five or 10 minutes, um, between patients where you're, you know, eating, let's say sitting down to eat or running to the bathroom or, um, you know, I know this is something that came up for me a lot of times, especially when I was practicing would be that, you know, okay, maybe I have three minutes and I would find myself like trying to maximize and like, 
you know, send an email, uh, you know, maybe to my kid's school or with my kid's teacher or try to buy something for my kids from Amazon or something. And that's great and all, but maybe I needed those three minutes to actually just sit in silence or to, um, you know, really process through something in my mind as opposed to like, you know, go, 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 trying to tackle something next on my list of things to do. Um, so this next form of, uh, you know, th- this middle, like second form of um, self-care is involving actions but it's just involving like less time. It's it's just small little pockets of time throughout the day that maybe you're able to, you know, do something that's helpful for you. Um, maybe it is just grabbing a glass of water. Maybe it is, um, you know, sitting for a couple minutes. Maybe it's just taking a walk around the block, which is going to take you five minutes. Um, and it happens to be on a day that you don't have, you know, 20, 30 minutes, an hour to go work out, right? But there's still that little opportunity to do something for yourself. Um, Maybe it's something as subtle as saying no to something, right? And it's an action. It's you having a conversation where you're saying like, no, I'm not going to do this, for example. Um, And then that last form of self-care, so like the third form of self-care, actually, before I even go there, um, I want you to think for yourself, what is the most relevant for you in terms of the second category of self-care? What are things that you're currently doing? And what are things that maybe you even haven't considered yet? Because, you know, sometimes when we are go, 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 we're just thinking about packing in one more activity, packing in one more obligation, checking something else off our list of things to do. And we're not really thinking about like, wait, am I even taking care of myself in this entire day? Right. Um, so I want you to kind of get creative. What are things that you're currently doing and what are things that you could start to incorporate into that second category of self-care? Um, and then on to the third category. So the third category of self-care is really how you're processing things, how you're thinking about things. And it has everything to do with that internal monologue. You know, um, we have, uh, there's been estimates, uh, don't quote me on the scientific resource for this, but there have been estimates that we have like 60,000 thoughts per day. And a lot of those have to do with ourselves, right? Like, you know, I'm so stressed. I'm so busy. I'm so irritated. Oh my gosh, I can't believe the patient is doing this, blah, 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 blah. Or we start to think about like, you know, I'm not capable or I'm not good enough or, um, you know, I'll never be good at this or I'll never lose the weight I want to lose or I'll never be, you know, good enough at doing these procedures in my dental office or I'll never be good at managing my staff. I could keep going and going and going, (laughs) right? Um, So many of us have these kinds of, you know, self-defeating, self-deprecating thoughts. And so that third realm of self-care actually taps into, you know, how are you talking to yourself throughout the day? What are the types of um, thoughts that you have about yourself? Are you building yourself up with your thoughts or are you tearing yourself down? And, um, you know, this is probably a topic for a, a separate podcast, but our thoughts are optional. We don't have to believe them like they are cold, hard facts. 
So when we stop and we pause ourselves and we start to really take stock of what is it that is, you know, what is like the, the recurring theme in my thoughts, so to speak, you know, like what's the flavor of my thoughts today? (laughs) Is it a flavor that's yummy or not so yummy? (laughs) Kind of a silly analogy, but, um, you know, you get the idea, right? It's like, are my thoughts uplifting me today or not so much? And, uh, that's not to say that we need to constantly have happy thoughts and constantly, um, you know, just be optimistic and cheery all the time. That's not what I'm saying at all. But in terms of how we talk to ourselves, are we talking uh, with a compassionate and loving voice and tone? Or are we continually beating ourselves up and thinking to ourselves that we should be better, we should be further along, we should be more confident, we shouldn't have doubts or fears or whatever, right? So this last form of self-care is one that... um, you know, I don't think we're really taught about, you know, we're, we're, we're really taught how to, uh, or how we should be taking care of ourselves externally, right? We all know we should be getting a certain amount of sleep and drinking a certain amount of water and eating certain things that are nutritious and blah, 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 blah. And that's all fantastic, right? I'm not minimizing any of that, but how are we taking care of our inner world? How are we taking care of what's going on between our ears all day long? That is such an intimate and important form of self-care. And I love that Corinne Crabtree was able to um, really identify that and describe it so concisely Um, in episode 61. Again, a quick little plug. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, go listen to it. It's 46 minutes long and I swear it is worth your time. (laughs) So go listen to it. Um, In any case, that's it. That's all I have for you today. I hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope that you feel inspired to go take care of yourself, both in the external ways, whatever external ways really resonate with you and fill your cup and whatever internal ways you can start to choose to um, take care of yourself as well. Okay, my friends, that's it for today. Bye.